episode 30, The Strength Show. Well, I made it to number 30, and I am feeling stronger than ever. You are listening to episode number 30 of Mike Murphy Unplugged. Learn, create, move forward. I am your host, Mike Murphy. I'm a one-man band, I'm a technology junkie, and I love helping people figure things out. I'm really excited to be here with you today. And the goal of Mike Murphy Unplugged is to help you learn what you need to know in order to create online content so you can move forward in business and in life. And in this episode number 30, I share the results of the StrengthsFinder 2.0 test that I recently took and why I think tests like these will help you with your podcast, your business, and your life. Let's start the show as always though with a question of the week from Ask Mike Anything. For those of you just tuning into the show for the first time, Ask Mike Anything. It's your chance to ask me what you want to know more about. Where are you struggling in your online business? Just head on over to MikeMurphy.co. Leave me a question and I will answer it in a future episode. Today's Ask Mike Anything. What is Podcast Connect? Well, Podcast Connect is the new portal for podcasters created by Apple. It's actually a pretty big deal for podcasters, or I should say it's a step in the right direction as there's very little functionality as of now, but it could be a really good thing. The premise is it is one place to manage all of your podcasts. Any podcast you have created with your Apple ID will show up there, old or new. You're going to see your RSS feed and what's called a mirror feed that you really, really, really shouldn't mess with unless you know exactly what you're doing. Use caution with Podcast Connect, okay? My thought is this portal is in the very early stages. It's something Apple will build up over time to help support the growing podcast community. And I think it's going to help them reduce the amount of support tickets they get and they are having trouble handling. Bottom line, I think it's necessary. It's a promising feature for podcasters. For now, the biggest advantage I see is the ability to refresh your feed. You can do that without much concern. Um, Last week, my podcast did not show up in the iTunes store for some reason. So I signed into Podcast Connect, I hit refreshed, and it was fixed in under five minutes. This used to take about 24 to 48 hours to fix an Apple-related issue. And just to be clear, this is, has nothing to do with your subscribers. So subscribers to your podcast, they get your updates almost immediately. Apple doesn't control that. What takes longer is what shows up in the iTunes store. So it's not a big deal, but I just want to clarify that. So... That's just a side note, though. Always be sure to subscribe to your favorite podcasts. Hint, hint. If you are a podcast, check out Podcast Connect. Use caution, but good to know that Apple is committed to making your podcast easier to manage. Okay, let's jump into episode number 30. So I took a test called StrengthsFinder 2.0. For those of you who have listened to some of my earlier episodes, you know that I worked very hard last year at learning what I was good at and that I am a fan of some online assessments. I'm going to leave a few of the tests that I've taken in the show notes if you're interested. I've always struggled with being a jack-of-all-trades, meaning I know a little about a lot, and I never really felt like an expert or drawn to only one area. So last year, I went way out of my comfort zone. I started asking people who knew me what they thought I was good at, and I took a few tests that really gave me some aha moments and basically gave me some encouragement to start trusting myself. Okay, back to StrengthsFinder. I'm going to list my results and strengths. I'm going to give you a brief description of what they mean, the textbook definition, what they mean to me, and why I think these tests can really help you in podcasting and in business and in life. If this is the first time listening to this podcast, you're really going to get to know my attributes after this show. So, 
what were my test results? Why do I think these tests are so important? And just as an FYI, the test is 15 bucks. There's 177 questions. I think it took me under 30 minutes to complete. You get five strengths at the end of it out of a total of 34 that Gallup has come up with. Then there's all sorts of analysis and reports that you can read about. And just before we get too far in this episode, just remember this. The test is the easy part. It's what you do with the results that matters. Okay, so my top five strengths in order. Number one, strategic. Number two, achiever. Number three, responsibility. Number four, relater or learner. And number five, relater. Okay, so number one, strategic. According to the textbook definitions, these I'm just going to go through the definitions really quickly. It means I'm able to sort through clutter and find the best route. That's strategic. It's not a skill that can be taught. This perspective allows me to see patterns where others simply see complexity. Number two, achiever. A constant need for achievement. Every day starts at zero. By the end of the day, you must achieve something tangible in order to feel good about yourself. And by every day, it means every single day. Work days, week, weekends, vacations, does not matter. Number three, responsibility. You take psychological ownership for anything you commit to, whether large or small, you feel emotionally bound to follow it through to completion. Your good name depends on it. And if for some reason you cannot deliver, you automatically start to look for ways to make it up to the other person. Apologies are not enough. Excuses and rationalizations are totally unacceptable. You will not be able to live with yourself until you have made restitution. Hmm. Number four, learner. You love to learn. Whatever the subject, you will always be drawn to the process of learning. The process more than the content or the result is especially exciting for you. You are energized by steady and deliberate journey from ignorance to competence. And the number five strength that came out for me was the relator. The relator pulls me towards people you already know. You do not necessarily shy away from meeting new people, but you derive a great deal of pleasure and strength from being around close friends. Once the initial connection has been made, you deliberately encourage a deepening of the relationship. They find deep satisfaction working hard with close friends to achieve a goal. Okay, so those were my textbook definitions. Now, what do these strengths mean to me? I think it's important to note that, that tests such as StrengthsFinder is not a magic bullet to success, nor do I think they are. But I think the more self-aware you are, the more you believe and trust in yourself. And this is a ticket to success, in my opinion. The more I learn about my strengths and weaknesses, the clearer things become. And this has played a major part in my self-confidence. Okay, strategic. If you look at my tagline, it says, I help people figure things out. Knowing that this is my number one strength was strategic, it just makes me that much more confident in my ability to solve problems for others. My weekly Ask Mike Anything was created because I thought I was good at hearing people's issues and coming up with a solution for them. Not sure. So these test results in combined with a thank you email or a social media comment, they're all signs that point to the fact that I am good at taking problems and turning them into simple solutions. So while I've always known of this ability to some degree, it's just good to really understand it and make sure that whatever I do, I use this to its fullest advantage. 
For me, the test confirms that teaching is something that I must do and it's something that I will do well. So it removes all doubt for me. One of the action steps from strategic says that I should reach out to people doing great things and offer my strategic thinking as a resource for them. Never in a million years would I think that people doing great things would need me to help them in some sort of consulting role. But now I see myself just a little bit differently. And it's these subtle shifts in self-awareness that I think are huge. Okay, number two, achiever. I have always pushed myself to accomplish things in a very steady way. Every morning, every evening, I exercise. Some days more than others, but there is no excuses for me. I do this with learning. I don't think a day has gone by in the last eight to 10 years where I have not taken a tutorial on Photoshop or something that I think is going to help me. So this test didn't tell me anything that I didn't already know about myself, but it gives me encouragement that what I have, I have what it takes to get stuff done. I started this podcasting knowing that I was going to show up every single week. It helps keep me motivated and excited. I probably need to make more of a commitment to writing daily to-do lists and set goals is one thing that I realized from this test. As we all know that I don't really like writing to-do lists and you know setting concrete goals every single morning. But if I do want to make a dent in the universe, this is one way that I can do it. My message of moving forward is more important than ever to me. And as I know, I live this way. So it just confirms that I am being authentic not only to me, but to you, my listeners. And this is a good realization for me. I'm an achiever. Number three, responsibility. I do what I say. One thing I learned this year about myself is that I am better at doing things for others than I am for myself. So I see this as partially a good trait, but I also need to learn to give myself priority, what I want to accomplish. So this strength could have come first as I think sticking to my word is a very big deal for me, but... Reading about this trait just keeps me in check. I now know that I have to be careful about what I commit to as I will burn out and be unhappy for taking on too much because I can't say I will do it. I also know that accountability is a big motivator for me. So maybe I need to have an accountability partner or a coach or a mastermind group or whatever it is that holds me accountable. I am motivated by doing things for others. So again, this test disconfirms that. Number four, learner. How many times in this podcast have I mentioned my need to learn from lynda.com or YouTube or Kelby? I also read tons of nonfiction and how-to how guides, and I am always, always, always consuming stuff. In my earlier episodes, I was hard on myself for learning too much and attributing my website and podcast as an offshoot of too much knowledge. However, this test taught me that paired with number two, the achiever strength, that this learner strength should be embraced by me as I learn to get things done, and I'm not afraid to take on new things. Starting this podcast, it didn't scare me one bit technically, as I knew I would learn it. I'm still working very hard at how to process audio the way I want to, but guess what? I know that I'm not going to stop until I get there. So rather than keeping my learning in check, I now know my why of learning, and I can use this to my advantage. You see how this works? The greater my self-awareness, the more confident I am in my ability, and the more enthusiastic I am to apply my new superpowers, if you will. So finally, number five, relater. This group threw me off a little bit, because not because I didn't agree, but I didn't expect it to be in my top five. So I think that is a perfect way to make my point of how powerful these tests are. 
The relator basically says that I keep my close circle of friends small and I am very protective of them. I think I get along with everyone for the most part, but I've always had a small circle of close friends. I know this, but I was unsure what it meant to me in my business. And the more I thought about it, the more I realized that having a tribe is extremely important to me. Tribe is an online marketing buzzword, but I know this is what motivates me. I don't need or want a giant email list of anonymous people, which seems to be what a lot of marketers preach. I want a community of people where I know their names, and when someone needs help with a problem, they know I will be there to help them. I know I talk about Blab on Monday nights a lot, but now I know this is one of the main reasons I started it. I just didn't know it before. It seemed to be way out of my comfort zone when I did my first Blab almost six months ago, but I can tell you, I have a small but regular group who I feel very connected to, and I think they do to me, and they often tell me they appreciate me just showing up week after week. They can rely on me. I now know why I started Blab, and this is big for me to understand these little things. Okay, this episode seemed to be a lot about me, but I really wanted to share this test and the results to explain why self-awareness could be the single best thing in your podcast and business toolkit in everything that you do in life. I think more people need to invest more time and energy into this learning process as now I'm feeling, why did I wait so long to learn these things about myself? Yet, I don't think I'm alone in this area at all. Go on to any social media group and there are endless conversations with frustrated people not sure what to do or what they're good at. And believe me, I was one of them and it's a process, but it's absolutely worth doing, not an option. Knowing and understanding what you're good at will be the single key to everything. And on the flip side, knowing your strengths are going to also raise awareness to your weaknesses, which is also equally as important. My whole point for this episode is just to encourage you to deep dive into the good and the bad and build everything you do around this and what you enjoy doing. As you can tell, I found great value in the StrengthsFinder tests, and quite honestly, any test that helps me understand what makes me tick and what I need to exaggerate to help others. I started this podcast against every single expert's advice who say, do not start a podcast without a laser-focused topic or a specialty niche, a term that every jack-of-all-trades hates. You might struggle with this whole niche issue, and it might be the very reason you put off launching your podcast week after week. My guess is that you either do not know or understand what you're good at, or you don't trust your gut enough to think what you're thinking is right. I was in the same boat, despite knowing that I had these talents and gifts to offer others. Is any of this sounding familiar? If you're just starting out online or thinking about starting a podcast and you were like me, not entirely sure what to focus on, maybe because you have too many interests and you just don't know what to pick, I offer you this advice. Rather than focus on on finding your niche and your topic as is 99% of the advice that you're going to hear online, put the focus on learning about you and what it is that you're good at. I could take any one of my strengths at this point and create content that fits in one of those areas and I would talk about them with absolute certainty and confidence because they are in my zone of genius. To bring this point home with an example, let's take strength number one, strategy. This is my ability to cut through clutter and simplify solutions. And I like to think that I do that with every episode and that I decide on a topic that is relevant to podcasters and content creators today. 
and make sure that the co- the topic will provide as much value as possible with actionable items that you can apply immediately and take a lot of information and squeeze it into under 20 minutes. If I go over 19 minutes, actually, I make edits and get it into the 18 to 19 minute mark. When I started the podcast, I just did it because it came naturally. Now that I know that it's one of my superpowers, I'll take it to another level and find ways to play on my strengths in a way that will serve you better. In short, knowing your strengths and knowing what you're good at is just fuel for the fire. It makes everything just a little bit easier. The hard work is never going to go away, but the hard work will become more focused as you take on more products that align with you. This is powerful. But the more self-aware you are, the clearer your roadmap and journey becomes. I may always struggle with self-clarity and not by any means absolutely certain about my direction. And probably a lot of my personal development is mostly just from doing the work every single day, which is still paramount to all of this. But I can tell you for me, talking out loud and exploring what my strengths are is like peeling the onion for me. I'm starting to get what makes me me. And once you get that, my friends, you will be unstoppable. So, as always, I thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to this podcast. If you have a question for me for Ask Mike Anything, please head to mikemurphy.co. And while you're there, leave me a voicemail, fill out the Ask Mike form. You can also sign up for the newsletter, which comes out every single Friday. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, what are you waiting for? If you know someone that will benefit from this podcast, by all means, please share. Let's build up this community. On the website where you're there, there's a big Facebook button. Go ahead, click that and join it. Let's build this community together. I thank you for joining me today. I hope you join my one-man band and together we can learn, create, and move forward. Cheers.